Mana 3 Media. Welcome to Going Deep, a offshoot of the podcast, What Difference Does That Make? by Dr. Mike Courtney. I'm Mike Courtney, and for 40 days, we are involved in a spiritual adventure of going deep. Uh, If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. If you've been following along, thanks for doing that. But each day, we're looking at a passage of Scripture that talks to us about what it means to go deep in our walk with Christ. Good morning. Uh, Welcome to Going Deep. I hope that you're enjoying this. I am. Each day we're looking at a particular scripture that leads us through the 40 days of Lent and we're trying to go deep. And today uh, we'll jump right into the scripture reading for the day and that is the book of Philemon. Uh, Back in the fall I did a teaching at our church. I teach there on Sunday nights or Wednesday nights. I did a teaching on One Hit Wonders and uh, for five weeks we looked at the five books in the Bible that are just one chapter. Obadiah, 2nd and 3rd John, Jude, and the book of Philemon. And and each each night looked at one of these, what I called One Hit Wonders. Uh, Philemon is an interesting story. There's as much behind the story as there is in this short chapter. But apparently Philemon is a uh, a relatively wealthy uh, Christian, a leader in the church, a friend of Paul. Paul calls him a dear friend, uh, a friend of Paul, fellow worker, and he has a slave that has run away. The slave's name is Onesimus, and Onesimus has found Paul and spent some time with him, enough time that he has converted to Christianity. He's become a brother in the faith, And now Paul says to Onesimus, you have to go back and make this right. And he writes the letter of Philemon to Philemon saying, I'm sending Onesimus back, not as a slave, but as a brother. And I encourage him, I encourage you to receive him that way. If, if there's any debt owed, then charge it to my account. And also he ends by saying, and by the way, make a room for me because I'm going to come see you. It's just a great story. And a a side note is that Paul does not condemn slavery, although obviously we believe and we know that slavery is wrong and and has no place in the Christian faith. The the faith was evolving. They were were becoming. And, And at this point, Paul says, I need to deal with the immediate need of Onesimus, keep the conversation open, so that at some point I can come back and deal with the cultural need of uh, of slavery, and and that's the lesson for today. As we talk about going deep, and this week as we talk about speaking up, uh, the first week was holding on, the second week was letting go, the third week is speaking up and testifying, and there is a great need. For we as believers, if we're going to go deep, there's a great need for us to be willing to speak up for those who cannot speak up for themselves, to speak up for the unfortunate. There is no end to the number of of peoples that you will be given opportunity to speak up for. 
the homeless, the the disenfranchised, the the people in Ukraine, the uh, there's just number 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 of people that you, if you look around, have the opportunity to speak up for. And if we are going to go deep, then it's going to require that we be willing to speak up, that we be willing to testify on behalf of those who need it. Uh, one that is in the forefront of the news today as we uh, interview a prospective Supreme Court judge is is the unborn, speaking up for the unborn. It is a uh, a battle that the church has been battling for quite a while and and it seems that we're gaining some ground and need to continue to pray and battle that battle. So speak up. Speak up for those less fortunate. How do you do that? How do you go about doing that? Well, in this book of Philemon, there are three or four things that come to my mind that that are vital in, in the way we go about speaking up for the unborn, testifying for the unborn. And I want to point those out. First of all, we keep the conversation graceful. Paul says in verse 3, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We hardly ever do the kingdom a service when we become belligerent or angry or antagonistic. Keep the conversation graceful. Uh, keep the door open. Keep the keep the lines of communication going. Uh, demonstrate grace and peace. Even as we speak up for those very difficult, difficult situations, keep the conversation graceful. The second thing is keep the conversation prayerful. In verse 4, Paul says, I always thank my God as I remember you in my prayers. What better way to be effective as a, as a believer when we're speaking up for those who need our help than to pray for and, and openly pray for those people that are on the other side? Particularly today in our particular arena where we're so sure that if we get the right president in the White House, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change our faith and win the world. And by the way, that's not going to happen. God is not limited to or dependent upon who's in the White House. But what better thing for us to do than to pray for those people that perhaps we did not vote for or that politically we disagree with? whether on a local level or a national level or even across the world, to pray for the people in Russia, to pray for Vladimir Putin, to pray uh, for, not God rain down fire on him, but God change his heart, make it prayerful. Uh, The third thing is make the conversation loving, graceful, prayerful, loving, Verse 7, your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people. Be loving, even as you speak up and speak against. Be loving. Be Demonstrate that. Um, go out of your way to be kind to and to try to meet the needs of not only those disenfranchised people that you're speaking up for, but those offenders on the other side to be loving. And then finally, uh, be confident. Uh, in verse 21, 
confident of your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you'll do even more than I ask. Dora says of me, I don't know if this is true now, but she says, little children and dogs always mind you. <laughs> and I, and if that is true, it's just because I am confident that they will. Uh, sometimes I run, not as much as I need to, and there are a couple of neighborhood dogs that will come out to the edge and bark, and I just turn and look at them and say, no, stop, that's enough. And, and they pay attention. Be confident. Listen, as difficult as this battle is that we're facing, whether it's what's going on in Ukraine or what's going on with right to life or what, as difficult as the battle, the battle belongs to the Lord. God's going to win this thing. God's in charge. And so I can be confident that my prayers will be answered, that, that God's will will be done, that right will prevail and that, that, uh, Jesus will be on the throne. So, be graceful, be prayerful, be uh, loving, and be confident, but speak up. Testify for those people that need your help. Well, I need to speak up and say, this has gone way too long. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow on Friday, and tomorrow we'll give you the scripture for the following week, so be sure and tune in to Going Deep. Thank you for joining us for Going Deep. If this is your first day, welcome. If you've been following all along, thanks for doing that. If you'd like to know more about Going Deep or those or the podcast, What Difference Does That Make? You can go to branchesblog.com or continue to listening on podcasts wherever you find them. Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor FM. Look for What Difference Does That Make by Dr. Mike Courtney. Again, thank you for being a part of this and join us tomorrow as we continue going deep. Monet 3 Media.